Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hi, listener. Before we start, we just wanted to let you know that this episode contains references to suicide and has some strong language. I travel around the UK with a pop-up nail salon and I... Sorry, I just got distracted because I saw you look at your nails. You've got nice nails. I was thinking, look, what's my nail yeah. like right no, now? You have <laughs> nice nails as well. Hello, everyone. Hello, we're going to do this GBA as if I haven't just been like crying to you for 35 minutes before <laughs> we started recording. Oh, happy days. <laughs> I, it's become like a running joke that like whoever the director of my life is playing that like all of my like mental health woes happen on a Friday so it's like on Instagram I'm like singing dancing jazz hands and then in my personal life it's turmoil <laughs> that's so funny for me it's a Monday it's always Mondays for me that's Everything kicks in but yeah that must be hard having to like show up on Instagram and be jazzy you it's don't show business, like baby. It. Okay, well, I won't ask how you are because <laughs> we you know, know it's not great. <laughs> um, this is a very exciting week, though, for us. We had our live show, which you will be able to listen to in full on Thursday. And it was absolutely epic. I can't believe it. I can't believe it worked. I can't believe it happened. I can't believe we didn't get heckled or booed, but we didn't. It was... I won't say seamless. I don't think it was seamless, but it, was, <laughs> but it worked. Like Dave said, it just worked. Yeah, Dave's review was my favourite review. He doesn't know why, but it just sort of works. It was so good. It was, but honestly, doesn't it feel like a dream? Like maybe because, well, I don't I know. know. I, I don't even know. I, I have no, I, it just feels like so surreal. It was so cool. How terrifying yeah. before we went on. We went into the room to go and see how big the venue was, which was a very big mistake. Very, very big mistake. I think we were feeling mistake. all right until we did that. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I was feeling that all right. No, I don't think I wasn't. Every time I said I wasn't feeling okay, Alex was like, stop, well, stop it, why? I was like, what do you mean, why? <laughs> like, every, if I'd be like, oh, I'm nervous, you'd be like, are you, why? <laughs> I mean, for context, the last live show that we did was 70 people, 80 people, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, And this one was 400 people. So it was a pretty big jump. And It was a big leap. It was a big leap and it was like last time we were like all huddled in a bar and everyone was like really close together and it was just like a really small drinking, intimate venue. And it was Christmas and people are a lot more forgiving at Christmas time. Right. And this was a big venue with like individual uniform seats. Don't know why that scared me, but it did. I agree. I yeah. agree. They were like stormtroopers. Like, yes. Like just, yeah. Seat troopers. Intimidating. Very. Um, like the higgledy-piggledy like seats and stools of last time just seemed more welcoming and, and I agree. Humble. I don't know. Humble. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the moment we got on stage, I was like, okay, now I feel okay. It's fine. Yeah. Like, we can do it's this. Absolutely fine. Yeah. But then. Uh, so last time we did it you had really bad anxiety the next day and you were like everybody hates us this is a disaster i'm quitting i was like okay oh, <laughs> yes. and 
this it didn't happen to me on Wednesday, but I think that's why I am so anxious. I've just been telling you for like it's been it's been like therapy to be honest. Um, for like thirty five minutes, I um <laughs> I'm so anxious, and I think it's because we had such a high high, and I just think when you yeah. you're this full of hormones and little sleep, you shouldn't go that high because yeah, it, for every action there is an equal and something reaction. Okay, I don't know that phrase, but I like it. Um, For every action, there is an equal and something reaction. Anyway, there's that, To go up, you must come down. Fine. So as high as you go, you know that you're going to be matched at some point. And I think I went too high. I'm like Icarus. I flew too close to the sun (laughs) and my wings got burned. So I was fine on Wednesday because I think I was just so delirious still. And I was on like absolutely like no sleep because we were having a sleep regret we, we, we we're having a sleep regression <laughs> and yeah but then the last like thursday and friday i've been like woof like woof not only does everybody hate me but i hate me like it's been oh. it's, it's been bleak i mean i get it i, I well i don't get it because i i, I had it without opposite. The... equal and opposite reaction equal and opposite i've never heard that for every action there'll be an equal and opposite reaction I like so, that. Yeah, so the action of the very happy day on the stage, I I have to match my my own like adrenaline yeah. and endorphins, but right at the other end. I'm actually reading a book about this, which is really interesting. Well, more specifically, like dopamine. But then, like, if you get too yeah. much dopamine and too much pleasure, then your your balance tips to play to pain. Like it just but has to to restore this, balance, didn't we? Because I yeah. think the, my way of existing now is I'm I don't do things that give me the extreme highs anymore. Like I used to, and that yeah. used to be like binge drinking because that's the British culture. <laughs> um, but like you know, you do like things like that, and I think I'd be quite like manic in the things that I would do to get happiness because yeah. I was so highly strung because I was so anxious and then running was actually a really big part of it but going on my silly little walks and all of it like I leveled out Binman always comes down the street when I'm doing this anyway um but yeah so like I, I kind of exist at a more consistent level and somehow even whilst yeah. having a baby it's been relatively consistent the highs yeah. and the, like but then yeah when I go too high or too low then then there'll be it. the other side. Yeah, then there'll be something on the other side. Humans are so annoying. Why can't we just live in ecstasy all the time? <laughs> like, I want a euphoric life. <laughs> Drugs. Drugs will help. Drugs. I can't comment yeah. long, medium to long term. I don't think it would be great. But so, like, the bank holiday, I could suggest an LSD or, like... I could have a, a euphoric bank holiday. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but you just got to prepare yourself for a very... Um, euphoric. I like that. We'll, we'll make that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, like, Tuesday would be very euphoric. Yes. Very, very bad. Like, I get my joy... Like, the things that make me really happy in a day generally are like my silly little lattes my little olive sticks I just love my little olive stick like looking at the pond like the weather like these boring little things make me happy which is good because then it means it's only like boring little things that make me occasionally sad do you know what I mean it makes my life sound so small (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's a really nice way to live I don't know I've been learning about these three like different uh, emotional systems and like connection as well, like the soothing hormones and like the, that gives the like the low level of contentment that is is what is like actual happiness. 
Maybe we're going to have to end the no new friend rule permanently. Maybe you need loads of new connections. Well, that's the thing. Like, everything I'm reading is like, you've got to have connection. You've got to have connection. And I'm like, I've kind of built my life around no, <laughs> no connection. <laughs> like as little connection as is possible, please. I've isolated myself and now I have to backtrack on that. Is that what you're telling me? hundred so. percent. Although having said that, like I might like the mundane life, but that is not what's in the cards for us because our other good is that we... We we floated the idea of a live of a live tour. Um, imagine the come down from a tour. I know that I know Al. I know, but it's a sacrifice I am willing to make. <sighs> I it would be really cool. I have climbed the top of these mountains and I have liked the view. So if that means a catastrophic <laughs> crash and burn when I get home, so be it. <laughs> so you've had a taste of the drug now, and. That's it. And now we're going to just strive strive to get more of this drug. Okay, yeah, love it. Yeah, I felt the applause. <laughs> I can still hear it echoing in my ears. I can still feel the lights on me. <laughs> that was definitely one of our goods. But yeah, we're going on tour. We're going to take it on tour. It's, it, details are undecided as of yet, but stay tuned and please, please come. My bad is just that for the first time in a very long time, I'm just feeling really anxious and I just jokes aside I think it is because we have the high and I just think you just can't fuck with a new mother like that I think you've got to keep shit consistent yeah 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 with with your lack of sleep it's just too much it's just a lot and I've just got a lot going on just like with just my life like I mean I know that's just what being an adult is it's so annoying weirdly it's not Arlo that overwhelms me at all I feel completely that bit is the one bit that I feel completely right about and sure of just yeah. everything else. Everything else I can't handle. <laughs> Gone to shit. We need we need a few n- good nights sleep for you. I don't I don't need to sleep. I'd just like to have nothing to do for a few days. Can you do that this weekend? No, not really. But it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I have come back to work face first. And that's okay. And I need to. I don't get maternity leave and it's great. Like and I love my job and I can bring my baby to work. And again, it's not like the hardest job in the world. Like, look, we get to do so much amazing stuff together. But I'd be lying if it said it wasn't, if it said it was easy all the time. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. Like, you know, you're a full-time mum, but then the job was full-time before and I'm kind of doing it at the same level. So, but I think that's just life. I think that's just motherhood. I think that's what they say, isn't it? You just, like, you just, it's just, you just spend your life trying to find the balance, so. And also it's intense at the moment because you're breastfeeding. You know, things will ease up in that respect. You know, at some point Arlo will go to nursery and... You know, you'll have a lot more time on your hands. Yeah. And just everything is fine. Like, I'm totally fine. And I'm still so happy. Yes, but you're also more than allowed to complain. Like, it's very difficult. It's hard. And it's exhausting. Like, you are definitely allowed to complain. By Monday. You're alive. I've forgotten all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so is Arlette. And we're both. Yeah. She's. I can't. I don't know. I'm fine. She's very happy. Hel- she's health- very happy. Yeah, she's healthy, healthy and, I was going to say healthy and wealthy, but I don't know what she's got in terms of like liquid <laughs> funds right now. I, I don't know. I can't comment as to her wealth, but... <laughs> but she's got her health and her health is her wealth. Have you got anything okay. bad? Um, no, 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 I don't actually. No, Brilliant. no. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anything awkward? Sorry. <laughs> so I'm really happy for you. Um, I... I ate so much on that day, on the live show day. I ate so much and I realised, and I didn't really, I did realise this before. I think anxiety and stress makes people go one of two ways with food. You either don't eat at all or you eat a, you eat a lot. Um, yeah. 
And I felt sick the next day. All just so sick because I'd just eaten so much. I didn't stop eating that whole day. It was just like every time anyone looked at me, I was putting something in my mouth. Yeah, that's um, because you heard that. And we talk about this in the live show, but someone told you that you couldn't feel stressed and eat at the same time. I think someone told me that to more, make me feel better because the they just kept I looking at about me. It, I'm like, it's okay. not true. There's no way it's true. Um, my awkward is also food related. I was walking down the street today. I have my protein shake for breakfast because that's what I do because I'm trying to get the nutrients in. You're allowed anyway, a protein shake. Thank you so much. So I was having a protein You're shake welcome. and I had it. And then I left the house quickly and I was walking down the road and I was like, oh, what's that on my moustache? And then it was like, oh, it's a bit of my protein shake. So I was like, oh, oh. I better clear that up. So I did a big, like, nah, with my tongue, like all the way around the top. And I like licked my top lip. And as oh. I was doing it, I realised I was stuck in a stare. And there was a woman on the other end of that stair. <laughs> and I was just licking my lips. Big, That's aggressive. Mm, all the That's way around. Really aggressive. Sinister. <laughs> Incredibly sinister. So sinister. Just staring at her, oh licking my, my lips. I was like, well, this is <laughs> horrifying. Eye contact is not the one. It's like when you're it's like when you're like eating an ice cream, you know, like a like a twister or something and you just can't make eye contact with someone. I, I don't know, do it's kind of the same thing. Anything to eat a twister. They need to make vegan twisters. Is it not I've vegan? I've never started No, I have never started a change.org or like a GoFundMe or a, <laughs> or a like yeah, like something to take to parliament, but I feel like this might be the hill that I have to climb. What what's not vegan in it? Is it the white bit of the ice is it yeah, oh, ice it's because that's ice cream uh, yeah yeah oh my god surely they do vegan twisters Al, if they did i honestly i'd be all over it because i i would do anything for a twister no i really want a twister no they're not, they're not. are they not no. wait what wait what wait what wait what i'm if this is the i am going to sainsbury's immediately Yes, little Jude's <gasps> fruit twists no, are basically ow, ow, twisters, twisters and they're vegan. Twisters? No, no, no. Twisters don't contain dairy. <gasps> Get yourself out <gasps> immediately. It's such a nice day as well. I ha we have to end this. I have to go. Right. All of that bad, we can edit out. I'm not, nothing is bad anymore. I am fucking fine. I am fine. I am cured. Anxiety is gone. I have climbed back Excellent. up from the fiery pits of hell and I am back exactly where I should be, getting extremely happy about tiny, tiny little things. That's all, Normality that's what, is wow. restored. That's all you needed. That's, a, that's Ow, amazing. It's quite good. amazing, honestly. Wow. It's a roller coaster. Life, life is a roller coaster. You just gotta ride it. Oh my God. What a day. We have got an amazing guest today. This is an episode that we have wanted to do for so long. Truth be told, like, I do feel a little bit of trepidation about sharing it because the issue has become mm. so contentious now. Mm. And it's so difficult to have this conversation in this... I just I find the whole atmosphere so toxic at the moment yeah. and I think this was such a wonderful and valuable conversation and I'm so excited that we get to share it and that we got to have it and I just love Charlie so much I think she's so amazing and I and I would like encourage anyone no matter what their you know opinion thus far might be on the subject of trans issues like I would just encourage everyone to really just listen to it and be open to it um because I think 
it was a really it was a a great perspective and a, a very meaningful conversation and something as well I think yeah I mean we talk about it in the episode but about the climate right now and how the news agenda talks about transgender people and transgender issues and everything that's happening in America and I think you know we're seeing so much clickbait so much antagonism so much Mm. distraction like we're just seeing such a huge noise around this to talk about all of it in one place so eloquent I mean Charlie speaks so eloquently it was just really valuable so we're really proud of it and we really hope that you enjoy it yep without any further ado here is Charlie Cracks hi Charlie hey we were promised the full Charlie Craggs experience of course everyone, and she's here yeah. to deliver always I'm so excited that you're here I'm so excited to be, are you serious I'm so excited to be here I'm flattered to be asked I'm such a little creep I DM'd you I actually realised this like, I DM'd you like a couple of times like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast and I was like she didn't see them no like, are you serious I, I hope oh you God, haven't I'm seen I'm actually them. so happy you've said this though because the amount of people especially like other influencers who'd be like you never reply to me I'm like I don't reply to anyone I don't reply to my mum like literally anyone listening to this uh, is this on camera yeah. I, 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 I just don't reply to anyone I'm sad it's called PTSD okay <laughs> so you can't be mad yeah. at me for I literally it. no literally I'm just a mess but Thank you for having me. Oh my God, thank you for coming. No, I'm so flattered. Thank you so much. There's so much I want to talk to you about. And actually, the reason that we initially wanted to get you on was last year you were victim of an assault in London. Oh, and she's going straight in there. Yes, I am. I'm going to backtrack it. Yeah, no, no, no. We're going <laughs> to we're we're touch on it and then we're going to go back again. Yeah, okay. But this was when I was DMing you because you have, you were so badass not you in that you took oh, your assa- assaulters, you took them to court yeah. and you won. No, I didn't. Oh, oh you've not seen the updated post. <laughs> I thought it was going well. I was told it was going well. And then it was the opposite. And I actually got in more trouble than the boy what? who spat on me. What? I got a bigger telling off by the, the judge because I filmed it and he was underage. But I didn't know he's under... Obviously, if you're being attacked, oh, the first God. thing you think is, let me film this so I have proof because oh, that person is going to deny it, which yeah. he did. So obviously, like, I either lose by not having proof or I film it and get told off by a judge for filming a... Do you know, know how old he was? He was 14. This, he was taller than me. There was two of them much taller than me you can yeah. see on video so I assume they'd probably be like 17 not that it makes a difference I would have filmed them if they were 10 but yeah. Um, and yeah I, he doesn't he gets soft scot free I get but in trouble even if you didn't get the ver- the physical assault on camera yeah the, the verbal assault yeah 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 He, I had a spit swabs done off my face like, and he, and then he admitted it as well so he admitted it the, the judge knew and I still got in more trouble than him I got such a telling off by this cunt mm, this say so, yeah. Cut up a judge who I hope is listening to this. And I've not talked about this publicly before. I did a little Instagram post just to update my followers. It was the most traumatic thing of one, probably of my whole life. It was, I wanted to die that day. Like the the day of the court case was the, and it was three court, like three days, but like the last one where the final ruling, it was harder than the attack itself. It's the hardest thing I've ever gone through. I literally wanted to like explode and die. Uh, what yeah. world do we live in where know, you get more of a telling off for filming England, who you, this is the UK a boy where, whose age you had no idea of even if because I had he'd an idea you. like how is like literally the, I just felt like the, the, the judge was a turf she just gave me very much like energy I got misgendered in court as well as in like I came into the court the first the bear in mind they've been talking about me all day in court this this it was a three day uh, send, uh, three day trial so they, they know it's a trans hate crime I come in the first thing that someone says to me is please sit down sir I'm like 
Are we sorry? And I literally, as soon as that happened, I knew it was going downhill from there. Yeah. I'm like, I literally said, Are you serious? I'm here for my hate crime. And you're literally, I've come to this hard thing and you're calling me sir. Like, it's fine. Do you know what? I've turned into, we'll get it positive because I turned into a positive. Yeah. Because from that, then I was angry. Like, after that, I was fucking yeah. pissed and yeah. I set up free self defense classes for trans you women. Did, yes. So now I've run Charlie's Angels, ding, um, <laughs> which that. you can support if you want to. There's a link to the GoFundMe in my bio because it's just been an ongoing thing where um, I can, because a lot of the money will be going towards paying for the cabs to get, because you won't come to the class if you're too scared to leave your house to go on the tube where you're going to be spat on. So it's going to be obviously free, but it's also going to be, um, I'll pay for the uh, cabs of the trans women come in I'll be able to pay for a space which is not in a gym where you got the gym bros will be laughing at us and the reception is yeah. misgendering us on the way in so like it's, it's, it's good Were there any consequences for the boy? No he got like um uh, like he has to go to a community centre like once a month just to check in and see how he's like and it's like it's all about him <laughs> and I literally told the the people who called me up to announce to let me know what like the, the person who's going to be checking in on him I, they were like so maybe you could like come and speak to him and like help him understand and like could, you could write a letter he doesn't want to talk to you right now but da -da -da. and I'm thinking this is all centred around him oh, literally yes. I have been spat on also in the pandemic it was like the peak after Christmas when there was another peak remember yeah, yeah. in 2020 it would have been the start of 2022 when there was a peak after Christmas so I'm wearing a mask this boy who's not wearing a mask on the tube spits on my face like throws a can at me calls me a shemale like I'm then like having to write him a letter to help him understand and he's like I don't want to speak to you right now like he just doesn't understand what he's done wrong and he'll do it again and I hope he does it again and I hope he gets put in prison but next time. But that's the awful thing about that judge then. Disgusting. Because it's just Disgusting. like, okay, well, I can do it. I can get away with it. It's obviously not, not that big a deal. They've and what message him that, to send yeah. to other, other young boys? Who... And also, where did he learn that? I just hope the fact that his face was like plastered on the internet. Yeah, I can picture yeah. him. Has caused some Four humiliation million views now, yeah. for him. People know, like, I, we found him before the police even did because that's how viral it went. Like, I was telling the police, I know who it is. And they're like, we've got to do our own investigation they found him a month later the fucking useless mm. but like it's it's got like a nice thing because like I said I've taken my power back but like it was even like oh um, maybe you should take the the video down like imagine that was your brother like da 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 and I'm like oh. are you serious he has spat on my face and been like discriminatory it's not even just like it was like a hate crime as well like and you're like telling me to have some compassion for him but I also I did a campaign with TFL about how they oh, are standing with the British Transport Police against hate crime on the underground like it's put your money where your yeah, mouth is I'm not sure if it was your brother if it was your brother he'd be locked yeah, up if it was yeah my brother, my brother I know, I, yeah if it was my brother I hope that someone would put him on Instagram yeah. he would learn a lesson as well yeah. and then he went around gloating as well like I had people because um, it went so viral sending me screenshots being like, like young teenagers being like hey like I went, I go to the same school as him and he's a, like a shitbag and I, I, he sent me a screenshot of his uh, uh, Snapchat being like I made this girl famous I spat on her face da 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 like he's not he's, he's proud of what he did and, but that makes me happy as well because he will do it again like even if I didn't get any justice I logged it it's on his record, record now yeah. so yeah. like the next yeah. time he does that to someone because yeah. apparently he just does go around on the tube because I had other people saying I've seen him at this stop before harassing people right. he'll do it again like an idiot and he'll be in prison and I look forward to that day I'll come visit you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said before about how you get angry and like you did put the video up and that's one of my favourite things about following you is you oh, do yeah. not give a <laughs> fuck like we could never
ever. Like when I when I tr- when I get shit from someone, I hide their name and I put it up and I still oh, get like, no. oh, maybe you should consider no. their point of view. Charlie's like, no, let's fucking go. And it's yeah. like profile picture, name, tag. Oh, them baby, mum. I'll find your mum and I messaged a boy's mum recently. Like, why are you giving them that grace? I They're not giving know. you the grace. I'm, a, I'm just. If they I'm got afraid. the background to say that publicly on your page, like if someone comments something publicly, everyone can see it anyway. Everyone can see their name and uh, profile picture anyway. You said it. Stand by it. It's so I love it Ooh. so much. Yeah, you are. Alex right. has looked at me like you're like <laughs> you're. Do you know what? I, I don't. You do need it. to be less nice. No, please. It's because you got more followers than no, me as well. I think it's it helps on her account. I'm not being nice. I I don't put their names up because part of me thinks that they want this That's for true. attention you and they got want a good point. the yeah. the conflict and they want people messaging them saying shit and they will never. I, don't, I in my eyes they probably will never learn from. People then mess. I, I I don't know. I'm not trying to make them learn. No. What I'm trying to make them learn is don't fuck with me. Yeah, don't yeah. fuck with trans yeah. people. Don't yeah. fuck with queer people. Like I just want to give them a bite so that they think twice before. Like yeah, good on you. Like why don't you educate them? And I'm like fuck off. You educate them if you want to educate yeah. them. But like, if someone calls me a shemale or like, I don't know, like you're a predator, <laughs> I get called a predator literally every day on Instagram. Like paedophile predator groomer. The I'm, irony not is so huge that you're having people come into your space yeah. and accuse you of being predatory. Like, literal definition is like stalking someone into their space, which is... Very weird. But this is why they need to be named and shamed. And And they won't do it to me again. They won't do it to me again. I did that one with the boy where, like, he called me a a groomer and then I messaged his mum. I found his (laughs) mum through his, like, Finsta, you know, his fake Insta. And I saw that she was, like, a dentist and I went to her page and I found her email through the page and I messaged her and he got grounded. He got in trouble. Little push boy and mummy bites his north face. (laughs) He's a big man. But that, that that does feel like a really unfair responsibility that you have from your followers, people that like you and respect you, that they're telling you then that you have to educate other people. Only some people, like literally like the 1%. Most yeah. of my followers are really on board with it. And that's yeah. why I'm not followed for it's because I'm messy. But like, it will be sometimes just one person. And, and it's usually someone who's not even from like your community in the way that if it's like, LGBT phobia it will be like somebody's not LGBT and I'm like you have or like obviously like if it was a, a racial thing for a white person or a black person like why don't you educate them rather than it's like yeah. you don't understand I go through this every day whether it's whether it's racism like that or whether with me it'll be the LGBT phobia and it's like I they're not coming here calling me a, a predator to be educated but also I don't owe anyone every, anything I do a lot of education literally I've been educating people for 10 years in my campaign now transphobia yeah. but I don't owe anyone that that's no. my choice what you do can you yeah. explain male transphobia to I can't explain male oh. transphobia <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah no. <laughs> you know what I haven't done in so long so I forget my elevator pitch but basically I started about 10 years ago and then like the pandemic hit and it's uh, on hiatus but I'm going to bring it back soon because I feel like it's really needed right now but basically <laughs> We've all got shit nails. So. Yeah, I got shit nails, literally. But um, I travel around the UK with a pop-up nail salon. And I... Uh, sorry, I just got distracted because I saw you look at your nails. You've got nice nails. I was thinking, like, what am I not yeah. doing right no, now? You have nice nails as well. Oh, I've got forget. the worst nails. But um, I, travel around, I travel around the UK with a pop-up nail salon and offer the public free manicures for the chance to have a chat with a trans person, just in a bid to kind of give people a chance to meet a trans person because most people haven't. Yet everyone's kind of got an opinion on us at the moment. It's like the hot... Uh, like kind of culture war and like everyone's being kind of forced to have an opinion like the media want everyone to be like 
thinking and talking about it as a distraction technique. So it's just good. It gives people a chance to meet us and see that we're not going to eat your children. And I haven't at Arlo today. Yeah, you haven't eaten her. <laughs> Yet. I can't As of now, yeah. she is still in one piece. Yeah. No bite marks. No, well, yeah. Not a one. Thank God Veggie Pred next door because then I get a little hungry. <laughs> Have you seen that meme? It's like, next time someone hands you a baby, just say no thanks, I'm a vegetarian. No! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I know, it's so good. That is really, that is really amazing. That's very kind of you, like nice of you. I agree, which is why it pisses me even more when people are like, you should educate them. I'm like, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Go buy my book if you want to be educated. Like sometimes yeah. like talk shit get hit. Like you, if you're coming to a space looking to be rude, you're not, like I said, they're not looking to be educated. And I think that's why yeah. I've made it my thing of like once a year, I'll post like a reminder to my followers being like, hey guys, I'm so, so grateful you're here. Like so, so grateful, but also like these are the house rules. Like, don't come, yeah. don't come for me ever. Just unfollow. Yeah. Just unfollow. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to like me. You don't have to agree with me. But don't, don't tell me. No. Because I'm going to tell you. Yeah. 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 Like you can unfollow. You have every. You don't have to follow me. You don't owe me that. But guess what? I also don't owe you. You know, an education or a like. Yeah. I guess something that you touched on, and I've actually heard you talk about in interviews before, which is so interesting, is the fact that right now everybody is being forced to have an opinion on trans issues. Yeah. Even people who really don't have a clue, who it doesn't Everyone, bother. Everyone, like, literally. And that's most people who like just don't have a clue. And, no. Yeah, they're being asked, what's your opinion on this? And it's like, oh my God, does everyone have to have an opinion on something <laughs> yeah. they're not educated on? Like, yeah. And, it's, you've, and I, you'll hear it. I've, I've heard it, this conversation actually so many times this summer. It's like, well, what about the Olympics? And what about... I'm like, it is so irrelevant to your life. Have you ever given a shit oh about the rules of the Olympics before now? No. Such no. a good point. But also, how many... Olympic level athletes are we talking about? I think it's like three Literally or two or three. something. It's like, are you serious? That so much conversation in the media is uh, warranted for something about three people in the yeah. world. And the fucking woman came like eighth, you know, the weightlifter woman. Like, it's like, what the hell are we talking about? Like, if, I don't know, it's just it's just mad. It's just so like, and that's, that's all the proof you need that it is um, a distraction technique yeah. because it's such like a a minute issue that was never an issue in the past. Like nothing's changed since like we've been here the whole time. You've never been threatened by us ever. We've always been using the toilets with you. And then all of a sudden five years ago, it's like, mm, what if trans women rape us in the bathroom? It's like, well, we've never, and we never will. But like also like, where is this coming from that you need to write literally an article a day? Like the Times did what 200 and I think it's 235 or 34 articles in a year during 2020, during the pandemic, pandemic, when there's like people dying in, and we're in like the fucking, the fifth worst, the country where all the people were dying, you know, the UK was awful. And like also going through the, the heat of Black Lives Matter, we're doing all, the Boris is breaking the rules, you know, and yet, you're writing 235, that's almost like one a day. Mm. Like about trans people. About 1% all negative, of the all, population. All negative. Not yeah. a single one by a trans person. You can look up the stats yourself. That's all the proof you they need. They didn't have a single trans person. Not writer. a single trans person and all negative. It's all like, really? it's like I saw one by like fucking Jacqueline Wilson. I'm like, what does, and she literally says in the article like, I'd, I'd like, don't, she doesn't understand, she's like, I don't really understand it. And like, and I'm like, so why have they asked her? Like, it's like asking me about like, what do you think about like, 
race or even abortion, like somebody can't have an abortion. What do you think of abortion, Charlie? Let me give you a massive platform in the Times to talk about abortion and and make the public agree with you. And it's like Jacqueline Wilson has no clue about trans people. She's literally saying like, I don't think kids should be having their cocks lobbed off. And I'm like, first of all, kids aren't having their cocks lobbed off. Like also, <laughs> the cock is not lobbed anyway. off as well. Yeah. Like it's just weird. And it's like then like the public reading be like, yeah, kids shouldn't have their cocks lobbed off. And it's like you literally have to be like 18 to have surgery. You you can get married, you can join the army, you can, I don't know, drink, gamble, d- do drought, but you can't do drought. But you know what I mean? Like, you can do all these other things that is like not, like, a, that's an adult, but like, you're trying to kill yourself because you're trans, and then you can't lob your cock off. Like, it's like, it, it's infantilizing yeah. us and like, it's making it like about children. You wouldn't call anyone else at 18 a child. Like, you just wouldn't. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. It's I, really upsetting. Yeah. I'd like to ask, yeah, I, I can imagine, but I'd like to ask your. The thing that I struggle, like, continue to not be able to get my head around is why there is so much debate on this from people who, for who, like, trans rights does not affect them. Yeah. Trans issues doesn't, do not affect them at all. <coughs> like, it's people who are unaffected by it. It doesn't touch their daily lives. Why do you think that it's often these people that have such a strong opinion and are so forceful and so vocal in this area of trans issues and trans rights like why i think it's because they don't have enough real problems period and they need to like cling to something to be like we literally are a theoretical problem especially like let's just talk uk at least anyway right now because i'm not educated on the whole world but like but that's such a badly worded sentence i went to a very bad school in hounslow guys but what i might not be <laughs> i might not be like educate like academically like or politically whether the fucking in the know all but i know right and wrong and i also just know like You've never had a case here of like a a trans woman in a bathroom doing anything. Like I said, there's never been a case of that. No, here. no, we've always been. And like, if there it ever was a, about but, once a week, if there, if there was a case, I feel like at this point it wouldn't even surprise me if it was a plan or something. It's just like I'm like it scares me because I'm like you know these people are fucking unhinged. Like they're like their whole Twitter feed and their whole life is literally like Graham Liner. He's like, he's the right father, Ted, or something. He's like obsessed. He lost his wife. His wife left him because she was like, he's obsessed about like trans, just anti-trans, but it's like encompassed his whole life and his whole Twitter feed. He's read about me. Like his wife left him specifically because of that. Like it's unhinged. It's like a rabbit hole though. You know, with like people getting radicalized and other kind of, you get the men with Andrew Tate lot and then like uh, some religions can become radicalized. And then it's that with this thing with like, you fall down the, the hole of this like type of like turfy feminism well the word radical is in t- turf and it is mu- very much like you become radicalised and you and it's like we've never been your enemy it's also so weird as a trans person like to see this shift happen in real time like I came out I like transitioned 10 years ago I didn't even know what the word turf was because it just wasn't a part of our cultural no. conversation nothing has changed in those 10 years and how like trans people are like interacting with the public we've like I said there's not been a case of anything that's made us like a, a threat to you or anything why is 10 years ago, I didn't even know what the word turf is. Now I get like shit every day online from, and not just online, it comes into real life as well. Like when I'm in the street, I used to be more scared of like men. Now I'm much more, not scared of my physical safety from women, but I just, I'm always getting comments or looks, or you just feel like you're sitting opposite someone on tube and you're like, do you hate me? Like, you just think, like, why do you hate me? I've never done anything wrong to you. Like, and you're my sister. Like, I would, like, I would die for you. Like, I would, like, I just, it's, as someone especially like, Especially trans women who, like, a lot of us were, like, gay boys before we transitioned, quotation marks. Like, obviously, I always felt like a girl. I was, like, four when I was telling my mum was a girl. So I've very much always been a girl inside. But out to the outside world, I was, like, a little gay boy. 
everyone around me who like supported me and who obviously I supported back is all women the women have girls and women have always been my safe space like I don't this I just don't understand it's so hurtful to like yeah it's just it's really hurt I feel like I'm gonna cry but it's just I like I don't even think about it because sometimes it just is like yeah it's just it's really hard it's that's really hard mm. feeling like I, why do you hate me I've never done anything wrong to you like yeah it's such a good point in that you have been attacked i mean so recently by men but children boys like physically and you scare you're scared for your physical self but the fact that that these women are the ones that are hurt are kind of hurting the movement not the movement but hurting your the the community a man can smell my face and it hurts my it it's disgusting but like it's much scarier to have someone like writing, do you want men in your bathroom in, in the in the Telegraph or the Times or somewhere like that? Yeah. Or the Guardian even recently. But if a man was going to come into your, the bathroom... It, oh, my God. A man would come... Like, why would you transition? You don't transition? have to transition. Just... Do you know how long it takes to transition? Yeah. Do you know how expensive tits are? Like, <laughs> like do you really think a pervert is... yeah. Like, it's also like, if we're going to do the toilet things, like this is what I always say, this is really clever, is that... If you're going to ban trans... Also, there's so many layers to this, because I also think, side note, like, you're not saying, like, make a trans toilet or make a, a gender-neutral toilet separate. It's like, no, put trans women in the men's toilet. We want you in the men's toilet. It's like, yeah. why in the, why do you so badly want me to be in raped and murdered or beaten yeah. up? Like, because that's what's going to happen. Like, yeah. Yeah. what's going to happen if I go into a toilet with a load of lads? What do you think is going to happen? Like, with these big juicy tits. Like, but like, also, no, but like, really, like, they're not saying that. But then my point, what I was going to say, this is a really good point, is that if you're going to ban me from, like, women's toilets because you think I'm a, a, a sexual threat, why are we not then, like, first of all, I don't even like girls. Like, why are you then, I mean, I'm pan, like, I'm, I'm a pan because I'm, like, 21st century. But, like, I don't, I've never been with a girl. I don't like girls. Like, why are we then not banning gay men from men's toilets? Why are we not banning the lesbians, the TERFs, who are a lot of lesbians? Maybe you're projecting a lot of it. Because, like, why are we then, like, being like, you are actually sexually attracted to the women you're in a bathroom with? Boop, I'm not. So, like, maybe you think, just yeah. like, what the fuck is going on with this mental gymnastics of, like, let's ban trans women because you're a, a sexual threat. Bitch, I don't want to touch you. Yeah. Like, and also, if you, if I am going to touch someone and you put me in the men's toilets, it will be your husband's. I promise you now, I've said it on my Instagram. <laughs> if they make, because it's, it's, like, currently being consulted, like, there's a consultation in government about, like, um, you know, when they're doing the stuff with also the... Um, their quality act with how we define sex and gender and stuff. If, if all of a sudden trans women are put into men's toilets, I will literally make it a campaign like now transphobia to be like, ladies, suck off as many men as you can. What I said is I'll give Thanks a card. So like if women can prove they're like an ally, I will have like a card that you then give your husband for his wallet that he can show <laughs> yeah. and be like, okay, you I won't suck you off. Like a little white but, flag. Yeah, yeah. His... Like a little trans flag. Yeah. Because do you, why would anyone with a fucking brain want to put a trans woman in a hot trans woman in a, in a Next to the urinal with your husband. No, it's such a lack of idiot. Yeah, just make a trans toilet. Just if you want to, just make a gender neutral toilet on top of. You have women's, men's. I'm happy to. I didn't even go toilet in public. Just to be honest, I very rarely go because I'm scared. Literally, I'm like just scared that someone. No, but it's always been that way. Even before I knew what turfs were, I was just always. I always never felt welcome, and it's just funny that like all my trans friends were the same, and yet we're the ones being made to feel like we're the ones making people unwelcome. The fact that you, when you apply logic to that argument that it breaks down, again, just... So sorry. So sorry. So sorry. So sorry. Sad baby. <laughs> oh, oh, she's, oh, really, she's sad about toilets. <laughs> Hi! Is she hungry? Probably. Just needy. We don't mind a few baby noises on the podcast. Okay, sorry, listeners, we have a baby now. 
It's my baby. We haven't just, yeah. <laughs> we haven't just found a baby. Interruption <laughs> for a baba. <laughs> I've got so many questions. I've got so much to talk to you about. And I don't yeah. want you to have to speak on behalf of like yeah. all these issues. I will speak on behalf. Like, I'm, I've got a lot to say. Like honestly, yeah. there's n- like yeah, and there's a. It's, I feel really lucky to be on this with you guys because like obviously the the listenership, the view, it's like the viewership, the listenership. You know, yeah. it'll yeah. be. Um, a lot of the people we need to be speaking to who are just like being dragged into this quotation marks debate who just need a, a bit of sense like it like, like i remember what you were saying just before it's just like it's like it's so like out of proportion it's like why are we all like it's why we were talking about toilets like especially when like i said <laughs> nothing has happened yeah. nothing new has happened like why it makes no sense like i said we've been using the toilet with you the, the whole time i read my friend everyone's read it Sean Faye's book uh, The Transgender Issue which is so good um, which just gives you a bit of context on everything going on um, and it's, it really marks a point and I'm like that is so true like for a long time for the whole time actually until the last five years six years seven years for the whole time in history trans people have always been like a joke as in like we've always been like in a sitcom we'd be the, we'd always be the people laughed at Yeah. and mm. it's, it's so interesting to have gone from being like like laughed at have been people all of a sudden be like scared of you. Now people are acting like, oh my God, protect your children. Yeah, like, that's... oh my God, mm-hmm. our bathrooms. I mean, protect and like... your children from, think about it, the pantomime has always got a, the, oh, yeah, yeah. the, the day. Are you is... calling me a day? <laughs> I would never, but I yeah. do think it's interesting that we take our children to go and watch oh, this like comedic like thing of a, a and we're not protecting the men, that's Christmas. But then the it's rest of the mad. year, it's like. It's mad. It's just unwarranted as well. Like, cause it's like, it's not even like it stemmed from like, there was a, a cultural issue of this happening. Like, like, look, there's a massive, which I would understand then, but like, if there was a massive issue of like, this keeps happening and like, it's happening all, it's like a cultural issue. Like then I'd understand, but it's just, it's mad. Going back to that man, whatever his name is, Beardy Man, I think his like, name's like Mike or something, Mike yeah. Phelps or, or Mike Phillips or, you just think, why do you care? Like you're a ma- you you're not care? even in the women's bathroom. It gives me like I wouldn't be surprised if something weird comes out about him because it's like it's almost like a deflection. Like have you done something a bit weird? Because like <laughs> why is a straight man like yeah. so obsessed about like women's spaces? And I'm like, but it's not even like a feminine. I bet like, I'd love to know where he stands on other issues. Like same with Graham Lynham. I'm like, oh. when has Graham Lynham ever cared about women? And they like don't give this up. old they don't dusty give white up. man. Like when has he ever cared about women's issues until trans women came along? She's a yeah. legacy. Can we hear about your journey? My your gender journey. Your evolution. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so we found out we actually grew up in the same area. So we're West London girls. We're... I've been up and here, there and everywhere. But yeah, you, I've heard. You're from, yeah. On the toilet walls, yeah. Um, yeah, so you're from Labrick Grove. <laughs> yeah, born and bred Labrick Grove. Yeah. Um, grew up on a council stay. I feel like that needs to be mentioned because it does, definitely does bring a different light to like, you know, where, like growing up in a, and a council state is like a queer person. You will never meet a queer person who had a good time growing up. Well, gay, trans, whatever. Mm. Um, it was hard, but um, I wouldn't have changed it for the world. It's as in like the hardness also prepared me for what I'm going through now. As in like, I don't find, I get, like I said, get called a, a paedophile groomer everything every day all day every day on Instagram doesn't bother me in the slightest because I was getting called that at seven I was getting called a, a girl and a batty boy at seven the funny thing is go back to my state now the boys were calling me a girl back then when I was a boy aren't calling me a girl anymore they call me a boy now it's funny they're just never going to be happy are they <laughs> I was like I am I, I took your advice um, so I was like about four three four when I was telling my mum I was a girl I felt like a girl which I think as well like to anyone listening who is like reading these kind of articles that we're talking about and like 
not sure about things and trying to make an opinion. It's like, I think the fact that I was like three or four and and this is like most trans people that age, that's like, I think it's that age usually because that's when you start being like policed on your gender. Like you go to school, you have to wear boys uniform or girls uniform, play the boys toys or girls toys because you'll be policed by your peers. Boys toilets, girls toilets. It's very much like the gender when you leave the home, the safety of your home and you're going to the world which is gendered. And um, I was telling my mum I was a girl then and like, I didn't even have... Um, a really a sense of memory of that like my mum remembers it but I don't which I think shows how pure it is because it's not like a, obviously you're three or four anyway it's not conscious but like as in I can't even remember it that just shows how like innate it was that I was like it, it just shows how natural being trans is and like being trans is natural like intersex people for example like which is kind of like the trans kind of vibe is like people who are you know not male nor female we're just a part of science like there's more people who are intersex naturally than uh, ginger wow. and like yeah that, we're just a, that. It's, it's the same in the animal like you look wow. in the animal kingdom they're just like it's just science like it's, it's just it's, it's just a natural part of like science having like variations of like things and stuff and uh, trans people you know have always been here when you look in every ancient culture there's like documentation of uh, third spirit people there's like the hijras in uh, kind of in Asia and in India. Um, there's like uh, two spirit people in like a Native American culture. They're in every culture, even you look back at like Egyptian culture, like there's always been existence of third, like people in between the male and the female. And like, so it's yeah. really like going back to what I was saying as well. It's just so interesting to look at how like this is just blown up in like 2020, 2020 or whatever year, 2020, 2017 kind of time. It kind of all like shit hit the fan about like trans people being a threat, but like, you'd never, like, we'd always been around and we'd yeah. always been using the toilets with you. And I think that's the thing that I think people don't realise, do they, is that trans people have always been around. This is not, like, a new thing. People like, literally, oh, my God, I had, the fu- I, had to try, I had the funniest comment of my life on my Instagram the other day, and it was a girl. And it was, like, she's probably, like, 16, bless her. She mess- commented on one of the things. She goes, oh, I just don't see why, like, you, all you LGBT people have to make such a big thing about it. It's, like, it's just like, some new thing that came about three years ago and you just haven't stopped talking about it. it's like <laughs> it's like this like little like 14 year old is like things just like that we've like been talking about like low rise jeans like just that we've been talking about in the last three years we didn't exist before then like happy third birthday to the LGBT community like literally she literally, she literally was like why have you made this a thing three years ago like it's bless her soul but so funny <laughs> but, but it's that it's like the, it's like that statistics that, that I, I can't I can't, I'm not going to be able to recall it because I can't, I'm shit at statistics. Same. So I'm going to butcher it. But it's it's the statistic that loads of TERFs use, right? And transphobic people. And they talk about how the incidence of kids asking for for transitioning has like gone up by 1,400 or something like that percent in the last however long and I think and they oh since the 1980s that's it yeah and then when no one was coming out as trans right. because and when we you digged out like they, they use this stat <laughs> so it's, like, it's like basically just 1,400 kids to come out it's gone like 1,400% whereas it's like right. 1,400 kids have done it but it's because they finally have a word for it and feel safe right. to I didn't I was like I said that age I was four I didn't know what trans was. My mum didn't know what trans was. Mm. We were like in the 90s in Labrick Grove on a council state. Like there, we didn't have that vocabulary. My mum just thought I was going to be gay and she was fine with that. And like, she didn't, like I have two brothers, both like straight manly boys. One's a gym boy, one's a bad boy. Um, both, <laughs> no, one's single. I want to meet the bad yeah. boy. Yeah. 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 Just to see what merited him. But, um, I'm not. He's not bad I'm... anymore. <laughs> hey, Ashley. But um, he, like they, um, like, we were all raised the same. My mum didn't, like, buy me special girly things, you know, like, 
like it was not like uh, my point is that it wasn't like not this this is ridiculous I should have to say this but it wasn't like encouraged you know like it was just like we were raised the same this is who I am like you know like I just yeah. have, the kids now have a word for it they can turn on TV and see people like them and also why is that such a bad thing like I know. why like it'd be the same like we want to apply this to gay like kids have a like they're not ashamed to come out earlier like, these days why is that bad why do you hate gay people so much why do you hate trans people so much what the fuck is wrong with a child coming out as trans if they're trans good for them they won't have to go through the wrong puberty like I did yeah. well they probably will because it take, the, that fucking NHS is dire and you wait literally like 10 years for appointment for the trans clinic but if they're lucky and were to get on like a, a hormone blocker which just pauses puberty until they can make the decision at an older age um, they won't have a deep voice like me they won't have big broad shoulders like me they yeah. won't have an Adam they won't be getting spat on on the tube because hopefully they'll be able to have an easier life and just get yeah. to blend in you know and, we didn't think... go through puberty. Yeah. and then we won't even have the debate around bloody sport because then we've not got people who, like you know it just fixes everything yeah. I also you I, I read that you'd I read something that you'd written in an article and it was about how the statistics showed that the pill had more adverse effects than yeah, the yeah, hormone yeah. blockers. Well, everyone knows that. I'm like sure you both, as I, I'm not I assuming. I think you'd be surprised by how few people know that. And if you consider the fact that I was put on the pill at 15 yeah. by a doctor who literally didn't even look at me, just like yeah, wrote yeah. it. All my Same. friends, all yeah. my friends. I got friends who were put on it at 13 and it's got like that's like hormones. Literally, trans yeah. women. If we can't get onto hormones, we take the pill because it's got um, it's like a, like got the hormones in it, sort of thing. Mm. But like the pill is known to be like it fucks you up. I've got fr- yeah. a friend who almost died from being on the pill. Like it just really the mental as well. And like, but you'll chuck girls on that at thirteen. You know, even if like girls are underdeveloped, they chuck them on it or they're yeah, too yeah. developed. And yet, there's no talk about that and the long-term effects that has on women um, and girls. But uh, you'll be like, oh, we couldn't possibly give a, a a person of the same age at 15, 13, whatever, a hormone blocker, which, like I said, all it does is pauses puberty until they're old enough to decide if they're still trans. And they will still be trans. And, like, the turfs love to bring up, oh, detransitioners. It's literally like, I. you can watch my documentary, BBC Three is Transitioning Teens, because uh, I can't remember the exact stat, but it's something like zero point zero like one percent of the public around that are trans something like that i think it's a bit less and then 0.1 percent of the public are detransitioners so like one percent of the one percent or something like that you know it's like not as so literally like five people. a handful yeah. when i tell you it's yeah. like it's not even noteworthy and most yeah. people who detransition when it's like logged when they like have to log it it won't be that like they realize they weren't trans some very very few people will be like that most of it is like i couldn't hack being trans yeah. it was so hard yeah. my family didn't accept me or I couldn't find love I couldn't find a job it's not who would fucking want to be trans who in their right mind would want to be trans no one it's shit it's shit so like it just annoys me that like and I met a detransitioner in my documentary and sat down with them which was actually really scary because like we've been pitted against each other but we both realised actually like we want the same thing like because if you think about it I'm saying we need more uh, kind of my documentary was about how the NHS is failing us because and obviously I love the NHS my mum worked for the NHS um, but and it's not the NHS it's fault it's people who give the funding to the NHS but like it's like I said it's like a seven year wait like for to get on to to get an appointment with a G, with a gender clinic specialist so, like you go to a GP and say hey I'm like suicidal which is what I did and then I waited about two and a half years but that was ten years ago and now it's gone up to like five-ish years you're not going to see a hormone until like, like I said like seven years or something definitely no surgery for a long time but um I'm saying we need more in like uh, medical intervention for this is just ridiculous that we're waiting this long. We need more medical intervention, and then the turfs are saying like, no, just stop all medical intervention for like young tra- teenagers, and the 
detransitioner who trans who was very young they were in their first year at uni and they started transitioning as a teenager they were like no i agree with you we need more intervention to catch the people who aren't who are doing it who there's very few like i said but for the people who are actually going to end up detransitioning because they, they've realized they're not trans they're not going to realize about by themselves they need more counseling they need more help having an appointment being given one appointment every fucking five years you're not going to get any help from that. Like, if this young person, they were saying, if I had more medical intervention, I would have realised sooner that I wasn't. And, like, we're both saying we want the same thing. And then you've got the fucking turfs and, the, like, piping in. Wind, they need to wind their neck in saying, like, oh, um, we need to stop all medical intervention. But trans people and then people who are detransitioning are both saying the, the exact opposite. Why did they, this person who's not trans, not got a trans kid, not got any, like, kind of, like, any, doesn't even have a trans friend, get to pipe in and be on Twitter be like, I don't think we should even have gender clinics for, for teenagers. Like, yeah. when literally trans people and the people who have realised they're not trans, like detransitioners, are both saying, actually, we need the opposite. We need more intervention to help the 99% of trans people who actually are trans, who are suicidal and waiting, but also to catch the 1% who just needed that bit of medical support to realise they're not maybe they're non-binary maybe they're just a butch lesbian maybe they're an effeminate gay guy why the fuck are we going to just take all support away it's like with with anything like not supporting it, it's not going to make it stop it's just going to mean we have to do it in riskier ways like black market hormones just with like abortion if you stop abortion it's not going to stop abortions no. just stop safe abortions mm. it's the same here yeah and interesting that those women would absolutely lose their minds if men started commenting on abortion issues because it's no not one should have right. an opinion other than people who are going through it i no. would never ever chime in on i obviously i'm uh pro-abortion i'm if you if you need to get an abortion you get pro-choice that's the word not pro-abortion but but my point being like i would never like i'd be like it's not my place to say like why the fuck yeah. am i be given like if i was like offered like a jacqueline wilson spread just, i mean why am i being asked give it to let's talk to someone like it's ridiculous you mm. know and it should be the same for any issue like if you're not affected by it you probably shouldn't have a say in it like you know no. like the, the trained professionals the doctors they've been doing this for a long time they know what they're doing and they're all our side so mm, yeah, yeah maybe are. you should think about that yeah anyone so, with a brain is yeah 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 so you, back to you you knew at four or you I, did I, your I, mum I felt yeah. I was saying I want to be a girl at four but yeah. I didn't know I was trans at four because like I said I didn't even know what trans person was my mum didn't yeah interestingly if you go on my Instagram you, at, at charlie underscore crags you can see I did like a self I put up a self portrait I did when I was four and it was me as a girl I had long hair oh. I didn't have long hair in real life so I don't know why I drew myself long hair but it's like, manifesting it had, this is me manifesting <laughs> tranifesting <laughs> <laughs> I drew myself with a skirt and with a long hair and um it wasn't until I was in secondary school, I'm not going to say dates because people will work out my age, but uh, we're, we're all about 45. the same. Wow! <laughs> but, uh, true. But, no, I'm um, kidding, I'm <laughs> I realised I was trans when I saw Nadia on Big Brother because it was the first, I'd never even heard the word trans and I just saw Nadia and I was like, and I remember like, she, she's the only one Big Brother in like 2005 or six and like, just like, having a word for it finally and seeing someone like me and that's exactly how I felt inside and obviously I just hit puberty at that time so like my body's changing in ways I really didn't like and I, I found my diary from that time and I was like it's so funny as well because like it's, I was so obviously trans but I just didn't no one there wasn't no one I didn't know what it was like and like there just was no talking about trans stuff and like looking back at my diary it's like I was writing in like code because I was scared some of my family would find it. And it was like, oh my God, I've had to start shaving. I'm so embarrassed. I hope my mum and dad don't find out. What sort of teenage boy thinks like that? 
Mm. Please tell me, teenage boys will grow that bum fluff out until like it fucking falls off. Like they are so proud when they have to start shaving their face. And yet yeah. I was like hiding my razor in my room and then like writing in my diary, oh, I hope my mum doesn't find out that I'm shaving my face now. Kids, you know yourself. Gay people know when they're like, you just know in the same way you know you weren't trans. Yeah. I knew I was trans in the same way you know you like boys or if you like girls, you just know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not for anyone who's not who doesn't understand that to chime in and be like, well, how do you know? And what if you change your mind? It's like, fuck off. Worry about your own kids. Why yeah. are you fucking, why is Mike Phillips where his, his name's probably not even Mike Phillips. Why is he fucking getting to chime into millions of people and like make them think a certain way? And like, it's just like, you've got actual kids. Maybe, maybe spend less time on YouTube, your little man baby and go and look after actual kids. So like, yeah. I just... Um, you knew. Yeah. You just knew. You always knew. Oh, yeah, going back, yeah. going back to me, yeah. So, I, like, I knew I finally had a word for it when I was about 12, 11, 12. Um, then, but it wasn't another 10 years until I actually accepted myself. Because even though I knew it then, I was so suicidal because, like, I... I just, I hated myself, if I'm honest. Like, I really, like, just didn't want to live because I was, like, in an all-boys school, living on an estate, which was very manly, you know, like, that sort of place with two brothers and, like... Uh, just like getting bullied really badly for being effeminate and like you internalize that like especially when you're young like you you hate yourself and you're like why am i normal i don't want to be this why am i gay trans whatever i was like i was just like i just want to be like my brothers i'm so sick of like being bullied by literally everyone around me that like i didn't want to be it and i was like and i didn't the only person we had was nadia after nadia try and name another famous trans person for another 10 years we had nadia in like 2015 sorry 2005 10 years later, we had Laverne Cox. Mm. That was 10 years. Yeah. 10 years prior to that, we had no one. I had one person in my whole life for like 20 years yeah. to like be like, I'm like them. And then I, but then we finally started getting the girls in Drag Race coming out and Laverne Cox. And that was like, like I said, 2000, like, I'd say like 2015-ish, like 14, 15. And um, that's, yeah, like it wasn't until like um, that around that time, like 2013 that I uh, accepted myself because I, until then I just hadn't, seen like the only time you would see trans people in the media would be on like jerry springer literally being beaten up on tv and that's the man segments which is very much what i'm trying to you remember what i was saying earlier about we were just always the joke mm. in sitcoms like chan's dad or like you know and jerry springer in films in like we were just a joke trans people were just like we yeah, weren't scared like, no one was scared of us no if like male celebrities like it would always be like their salacious oh, sex stories yeah. if they'd had sex yeah. with some raunchy romp with yeah, yeah. yeah sex like, swap up like you know swap. like that is such yeah, a sudden headline it's such a yeah. like a news of the world and wasn't it chandler's dad in friends yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah so yeah, but yeah. were they scared of chandler's dad no like it wasn't no, no, not we were all, a joke no. we were yeah. part of any joke. sitcom you watch like i'm trying to or even films like that jim carrey won the pet detective one like he like vomits when he finds out she's trans like we weren't no one was scared of us no one thought we were like rapists so it's so interesting to be like so you've been laughing at us our whole life and beating us up on jerry springer and that's the man segments and then all of a sudden it's like oh my god we're so scared of you leave us alone you're the ones beating us up how dare you flip it like literally them, um and this would be a statistic that i will butcher but trans people are the most vulnerable or one oh, duh. Like, yeah the but, most vulnerable but subset i mean also like i don't well, i think that's really hard to quantify because yeah. obviously like there's so few of us so, like, obviously the amount of abuse but also yeah. with such a visible identity but also like then you bring yeah. intersecting identity into like if you're a black trans person imagine how that is do you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. so I, I don't think it's about like trying to say we're the most we're the most it's no. just about being like if you're on a bus or a train or whatever like i came here on the tube today if a trans per- a trans a trans if a trans person gets on are you thinking they're going to attack you or are you thinking oh i better watch out that no one attacks them 
There's your answer. Yeah. You're not thinking, oh God, that big trans, but like if I got on the tube, you wouldn't be like, oh God, she's gonna attack me. You'd be thinking, oh, I like, I keep, when I see like, for example, a gay couple come on holding hands, I always put my headphone off so I can hear if anyone fucking says anything, I'm yeah. gonna pop off. Yeah. And it'd be the same if I see a trans person. I'm always like yeah. watching out for them thinking, if anyone fucking looks at them, laughs at them, like you're not thinking they're gonna attack them. So how, how dare you twist it and make it seem like we're the fucking predators when we're the prey. We are yeah. the ones you've been preying on. We're the, yeah. we are the yeah. absolute, bottom of the social totem pole obviously yeah. like like i said like being a black trans woman you're even more at the bottom but like mm. we are the bottom yeah. we're the bottom period yeah. like i'm scared of men you know we that's... have the same experience with that in, in different ways but like mm. uh, but if a man seems to be walking down the street you don't think he's gonna do you think he's gonna say sorry could i just check your chromosomes before i cat call you i face that as well like yeah. we're sisters we're not like yeah. and it's it's not a it's not a this or that it's not you either get to choose trans rights or women's rights. It's like you do realise they can coexist and they always have coexisted and they can coexist. Like mm -hmm. yeah. we're not trying to take up your space. You don't you're not trying to take up our space. Like anyone anyone but the sad thing is is we're talking about this now. There is so much to talk about in the media, but it's such a small minority. Most mm -hmm. women don't think like this. It really is. They've got a very fucking loud voice because guess what? They're all fucking That's middle true. class women with good jobs writing for the, the big t newspapers. They're not, they're not fucking... You don't see many like black women talking about like turfism or, you know, it's literally always a certain type of woman who, mm -hmm. you know, went to university, lives in a nice house that she owns, has a good job. It's like... Most women don't think like that. They're just very loud and they're given yeah. the voice because, yeah. like I said, it's a distraction technique from how bad the government are doing because yeah. the newspapers yeah. are all hands in hands with the government. I think as well, like, you know, you said earlier, we are forced to have an opinion on this and we live in a time where yeah. we are very scared to have the wrong opinion. Yeah. So that yeah. then breeds a culture where everybody's either much too scared to yeah. speak, yeah. usually just much too scared to speak because it's like, well, I don't want to upset anybody. Yeah. But if you actually sit and do your introspection, you realise your point just there about, like, when someone gets on the on the train are you more worried that you're going to be attacked or that you would be attacked that yeah. the, the person the trans person would be attacked and i think like but nobody humanizes it like that and nobody young people yeah. aren't having an opportunity to have a conversation like with your nails yeah. like young people no not even young people nobody's having their opportunity to have a human conversation because everybody's being so demonized it's desensitizing the public it's dehumanizing yeah. us it's making us like a theoretical we are the gays of the 80s, the 90s. Yeah. We are the black people of the 60s. We're the immigrants and the Muslims of the early 2000s. We're, there's just a there's a cultural every now and then. We're just that. We're just we're just a, the newest distraction technique. You think about the other previous ones, like with like the immigrants and stuff, and it's like it's just so like girl. Like what are we talking about? Like the way we're talked about as trans people now is exactly the way that gay people were painted in the tabloids and the press in the 80s and 90s and even early 2000s where it's like oh my god they're trying to force it on our kids they're trying to like it's an agenda da, da, da. like you can literally just look at headlines from the 80s and 90s side by side with headlines today about trans people and be like it's the exact same headline yeah. they've just changed the word gay for trans and it's like that we're a threat to kids and women that we're like paedophiles and we're sexually weird and like that what is the world coming to you can't say anything and you know it's mm. just like oh my god please you just leave the, us alone can we just be the... in our corner by ourselves we we were fine yeah, just being on just our own be, yeah. just just, I'd rather go back to just like football hooligans calling me a tranny in public again I'd much rather just go back to that the, the annoying thing is that those people who are very vocal and very loud yeah. and the people who debate the 
you know, or try to invalidate the existence of trans people. The annoying thing is that they, like you said, they're the people that go to university and they are art- articulate and they appear yeah. intelligent. Mm. And I think that's as well yeah. a reason why a lot of people are jumping on this bandwagon. Also being drawn into it, because if being you word it in it, a way, yeah. if you say, if a headline is like, do you want, do you want, tra- do you want, sorry, it would be, do you want men in your bathroom with your uh, women's bathroom? It's like, no. But it's like, trans women feel the same. We don't want men in our bathroom. Like, what? Like, it's just, it's worded very cleverly. And it'll be like, and it'll be very calmly. And like, you know, like JK Rowling, the way she writes, it's not like explosive, like, kill all trans people. It'll be like, what about the human? You're like, what about this? It's like, it's it's like, it's, it's very, it's very scary. The reason it's scary to me is because it's so clever. Like, it's just, it's just, it feels really overwhelming. If I'm yeah. honest, yeah, that's course. like, I'm like, yeah. I can't believe where we've got to. Like, you know, you've got someone yeah. who's respected and got a lot of like support and like speaking in a way that, like, actually, like, when you read it like that, you're like, actually, that's a really good point. But it's like, why us? Like, why are you citing on us? What the hell? What have we done to you? She was also one of the people that cited that statistic, you know, the, that it's gone up. Four hundred, oh, yeah. 000. But also, why do you think we could do that with gay people? We could do that with anything. We could do that with left. When I know, but no, then... the best one I got you one. Listen to this. With left-handed people, as soon as left-handed was like um, allowed, you know, before they were like, you can't write with your left hand. As soon as kids were allowed to write their left hand, left-handedness went up by like you can. I don't know the stat, but it's by like a as ridiculous a amount. Left-sided person who writes with my right hand. I would have loved the chance to be yeah. left-handed. To be a witch well, yes. and write with your left hand. Yes, exactly. Witch, to be burned at the stake yeah. and sunk. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I don't get. Right, so that statistic, we can tell like straight away, the moment you like scratch the surface of that statistic, it's you can see it's just, it doesn't make any sense. It's just going to become more and more like just like generally LGBT phobic because it creeps in because if you're, if you're thinking like, you look in places like even America right now with the anti-trans laws, but like I think the best one to look at is... Um, Hungary, where like they were very like anti-trans in the way that it is here, and there's like law that it was cited as a media thing, then it went to government, then there's laws being made, and now it's trickling down into gay rights. Mm. Gay said nothing because it's like, oh, that's you, like you know, and then all of a sudden they're stripping back gay rights now, and it's like if you don't think this is a, a trickle down effect of like they come for the tea, then they're gonna come for the next chain of the mm. the LGBT, you know, and they'll break us off one by one, and like you know you can see it with like I've seen turfs like going crazy about like you know we've seen there's like uh, even even here in the UK right now, there's like, it feels like every week there's um, a protest outside this drag show in Honor Oak where like, they're like, they're trying to like, and it's like, it's coming for drag, guess what? Yeah. Drags, drag queens are usually gay men, then they're gonna come for the gay men, I promise you now. It's it's dangerous. Yeah. If we're forced to have an opinion on it, which the, the media is making us, then it, with that in mind, we need to make sure we have a formed opinion on it. Yeah. And I think just but taking yeah. tips. It's hard because, is... like, having a, a Times article, you would think would be an informed. You'd like, yeah. you read the Times article, right. you think you would be informed. And then you end up in the algorithm, like you were saying yeah. before with TikTok. Yeah. And it's like, if you and end if up in the wrong. That all yeah. day. And, it, and it is yeah. manipulative because, like you say, a headline that's like, do you, do want, you want men, men in the bathroom? You're like, well, no. And then it's like, yeah. well, and then you, 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 you're pushed on an, an Olympic thing. And you're like, well, it's probably not fair. And then it's just like, but Why I don't we care. Are, yeah, yeah, who I cares? don't care. Who I don't cares? care. I never give oh. a shit about the Olympics in my life. I think it's also very much indicative of a social media age, like where like we something happens globally. And especially if you have a, 
a following, but even just for your friends and family, you feel like you have to post. You know when like there's a even like when you change your profile picture to like have a flag, yeah, have yeah. a flag. Like you feel like, and then if you don't, people are judging you because you did it. And then it's like, or if you don't post about something that's happened, like a relief thing or something where you got to raise yeah. money, it's like people are like, why didn't you share this? Why aren't you talking about this? And it's like, yeah. or and even like I said, for just like people who haven't got followings, it's like that. Like so, like everyone's in this age being forced to have an opinion about everything because we've all got a phone in our hands yeah. with our uh, with a platform that we're supposed to be like yeah. sharing that opinion on and it's like you know you just can sometimes not have an opinion on yeah. things yeah. and just vibe well you are fucking great you are fucking great we've done this so much we've covered I feel like this is really like a two hour ex- ex- special this uh, feels like really long this I haven't does feel special clock. though but also I, I, feel like, I feel like this was really important I, I just want to say it. thank you yeah. because like I said the the, what we'll be tapping into with your audience and like the people who'll be listening to this who might be on the fence, who might be leaning one way because the things, the rabbit holes they've been pulled into. Yeah. I just want to say thank you. Thank you so, so much for yeah. this platform. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being allies. Aww. Thank you for hopefully making some more allies. And th- just like, it's not even about allyship and big words like that. It's just about being a decent person. That's what That's I right. really want people to understand. It's just like, right is right and wrong is wrong. And you you can feel it and you know it. And you don't have to do a MA in gender studies or read my book or anything to understand like trans issues. You just got to know, let's leave these people alone who are struggling as is. It's like hard enough being trans. Yeah. And you can see that. Like, like I said, if you do the whole thing I said about like coming on a a, a bus or a train would you think we're going to attack you or do you feel sorry for us like you know we're not your enemy we're actually the ones who who you lot have been being mean to our whole lives and like just leave us alone and just like yeah just have a bit of kindness yeah. Thank you so much. And also, do you read your book? Uh, yes. Like, I wouldn't bother. Okay. I mean, read my next one. I'm going to have a new one coming oh, out. Oh, read okay. both your books. When's your new one coming out? I haven't written it yet. So okay. I don't know. Watch but, this yeah, space. But now, now we'll put your old book Thank in the you, show girls. notes. And your Instagram. And your Instagram handle. And your BBC, BBC3 yes. documentary. If you Thank you. And we love Can you. you. Thank you so much. Can you put my bumble as well in, please? please I need a boyfriend. Bumble. <laughs> 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 we we start the Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that is part of the ACAST Creator Network.